Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Bischoff coming to you for Detroit Lions podcast. It is Sunday morning. We're talking about combine-related matters uh, and specific players um, throughout the combine process who have stood out in uh, possibly, you know, Lions-related guys. So um, stay right there. Coming at you after the break. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red. Rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. It's been an interesting combine, to say the least. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting because most of the time, you know, you get you get used to seeing like wide receivers just put on a show and just crazy stuff, right? And we didn't really see that from. Um, we didn't really see that this year, so it's been it's been a different kind of a combine. So players that have stood out, and it, this is just a few. It's just just some thoughts, right? So obviously, if you've been um, following along, um, Anthony Richardson is kind of like what would happen if when aliens show up um, to Earth and they happen to be unicorns. That is kind of what. Anthony Richardson did yesterday. Um, a little bit of let's talk just a touch about Richardson. So <clears throat> I know that there's a put there's I can already I can feel it. <laughs> people are blood pressures up out there and people are getting pissy and it's a Sunday morning, everyone. Or at least where I'm at right now. So I think I, honestly, though, I, I think we need to consider and I'm going to give everybody a little bit of homework. Uh, look at first year accuracy numbers for a collection of, of what we would consider the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I'm talking about like Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert and Matt Stafford. And there's a, there's a slew of others. I think Aaron Rodgers is in this mix. Um, after their first year of starting, if you look at their completion percentage, you know, uh, it's just a, it's just a thought. So just go do the homework, go look that up, um, and then kind of understand that Richardson is not even remotely close to being a, a finished product at all. Okay, so that's it with Richardson. I think it's very obvious where Richardson fits. Uh, with the Lions' current build, <clears throat> rebuild, build, whatever you want to call it, um, he would obviously come here and sit behind Goff for a year, which I think is the best-case scenario for him as a player. Um, I think it's realistic that he's not even going to be there at six. And, I, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's – I'd be stunned uh, if he was there at six. But – you know, we needed to talk about it. I mean, he tested like, you know, like a ridiculous. I mean, he tested amazing. 
Um, on to another quarterback who I thought wowed yesterday, which C.J. Stroud. The entire process, uh, Stroud has always – in this class, Stroud is the most accurate passer of the football. It's not close. Shouldn't say that. Maybe Young is maybe Young might challenge him a little bit. Stroud, I think, is the is the most naturally accurate thrower of all of these guys. He's just not going to give you, you know, some outside of the uh, the structure of a, of the play kind of stuff, outside of the pocket kind of stuff. But as far as being an accurate thrower of the ball, I mean, the stuff he did yesterday was was a, uh, he had an amazing workout. Um, and one of the things that stands out with with accuracy at the combine is, and also like on you know like when you go to Senior Bowl that kind of stuff, it's always it's always tough to to um, talk about quarterbacks being accurate because you know they're throwing to guys that they've never thrown to before, so it's tough. Uh, Stroud looked awesome yesterday; he just did great footwork, uh, very natural thrower, all those things. He, you know, um, he had a great day. Darnell Washington. Tight end from Georgia. Um, <clears throat> I have not, out of a desire not to have people kill me because of the whole tight end in round one stuff, I haven't really mentioned Darnell Washington too much, but he's a rock star. Um, if you watched him yesterday, obviously he ran in the four sixes. And he did every the, the the shuttle time, the agility, all that stuff. Now, the, the agility thing that surprised me. I didn't see that coming. Um, he he looks he looks like he's lumbering all over the place um, on his film. So I thought he would run. I thought he would be fast, and it, and it had come out that he was going to be in the four sixes kind of thing. And but I didn't I didn't see the agility stuff. The agility stuff is amazing uh, when you look at what he is. But the thing that he did yesterday, the most important uh, impressive thing to me. And if you have the combine recorded, go watch it. It's him. It's him blocking the sled. Now, <clears throat> when you look at him blocking the sled, and you see the other tight ends blocking the sled, the other tight ends, for the most part, are going to move the sled a little bit, and then they're going to stop, and the sled is going to turn. There's a reason for that. Uh, Washington moved the sled a long distance. But the the impressive the most impressive thing I think he did yesterday was that that sled did not turn, and the reason it didn't turn is because of his core strength, his functional power, uh, where the other guys are lacking. And, and what happens is when you get your hands on and you're and you're really trying to move that sled, when you take a step off of the ground, to, when you when you take a, a step with a foot that comes off the ground, everything turns right. So. If you don't have a ton of core strength, you're not going to be able to hold that sled straight to continue to push it. Washington did. It's re- I know it's subtle and it's soup. It's a, it's a nuanced thing, but it was really impressive to watch just the functional power on display. Um, he you know he would give you. I mean, specific to the Lions, he, he's a, he'd be an extra offensive tackle who also is athletic enough to be very dangerous catching the ball. Uh, you know, I, I know we hate the idea of tight end in round one, but I love the player. And um, he'll be – I don't think he makes it out of round one. I just – I love the player. I love everything he does. Darnell Washington was awesome yesterday. A couple days ago, um, Northwestern Edge um, – his last name is Adeboare. I'm not going to try to pronounce his first name. I'll try. Adetamuia, maybe. 
He was incredible. Uh, six, two and a half, 280 plus pounds. I want to say he did the edge. He, he worked out in the edge group. He worked out with the D tackles and he worked out with the linebackers. Um, he was also awesome at the senior bowl. So when you look at this dude's draft process, you're looking at a player who was pretty elite at the senior bowl and then, and then absolutely went off with the testing. Now, <clears throat> one of the things where he does not hold up all that well at Northwestern on film. And admittedly, I, there's a lot more work to do there, you know, so understand that this might be a little bit of a kind of a sophomoric opinion at this point, because I need to watch more of him, but they asked him to kick inside a lot and defend the run. And, you know, at 280 pounds, I, I think he struggled to anchor in, in his gap. Um, and he got washed out a lot. So, so I think if you look at like PFF numbers and that kind of stuff, he wasn't that great as a run defender. But if you're ta- if you're asking a guy to set an edge and then be athletic and run all over the place, you know, pretty remarkable um, workout. And I think we need to we need to start talking about him, you know, in the mid to, to in the mid part of round one and kind of. And I know this is a, is a it's kind of a surprising thing, but this happens every year. There's, you know, you only have so many eyes to to watch so much. Um, his film is really good, and you back that up with the Senior Bowl the way it looks, and a workout like that. And you know, I think that his uh, he can be multiple. He can, he can play in a variety of situations um, and help in a variety of ways. So he he was really intriguing. Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks, I think, had a great day for him. If you watched the cornerback uh, preview number two, part two, uh, I did talk about him. I did not think that he looked like the rare athlete that he tested, which is always an interesting thing. So then, so now, then you got to go back and you got to watch, and um, we'll do that. But you know, at this point, I I, I thought he would be a player they might, that might fall to 48 for them, and, and you'd be elated if that happened, and that's not going to happen. Uh, his film is really good, and uh, I thought he would test, you know, in the 4 or 5 range. He was a lot better than that. So uh, a little bit of a miss on his athleticism for me, but in the end, I like – I you know, I did like him as a player. I think he's in that second group of corners. Um, he hits – you know, he, he's a good player. And then the last guy I think – and obviously there's more um, and there's, there's running backs and O line going today, but um, Pittsburgh defensive tackle Kalijah Kansi is just, um, I don't think we should be comparing him to, to Aaron Donald so much. And I know that we have to just because he's six foot and 280 pounds or whatever it is. And he ran fast and all that stuff. Um, Donald had longer arms. Kansi has like 30 and a half inch arms, 30 and five eights, I think. And Donald's were about two inches longer. But the thing that stands out with Cancy on his film is he's unblockable because of his foot quickness. And I have no issues with his arm length. Um, I actually think it helps him because he's so quick with his feet and his hands that before a guard with longer arms can get their hands on him, he's already by them. So I don't, you know, um, you're looking at a player who's built for leverage. He's already up. He's already underneath a guard to begin with. And with the quickness in his feet and the short, uh, very fast hands that he plays with, you know, I have no issues. Um, he's, you know, very, very solid prospect. 
Uh, if you're looking for a, an interior penetrating defensive tackle, he, you know, you could find a lot worse. Uh, really solid performance. Uh, backs up his film, all that stuff. Um, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Those are the, some of the guys that have, that have stood out. We're going to have a, uh, a post wrap, uh, that'll be much more expansive than this, but there's just some thoughts on some players who have stood out in the process to this point. Um, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. Yes.